It's the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast with Tom Jacobs and Michelle McCormick. Welcome to the podcast. Subscribe and like and share. Tom Jacobs, Michelle McCormick, and our special guest, the uh, Associate State Director of Michigan AARP. Hi, Jennifer Firestein. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My first thought, and I, I rudely said this to her, you're so young to be an AARP representative. <laughs> I hate that I said that. <laughs> I know. I know. I hear that all the time, and it's kind of like reverse ageism because it's like saying to somebody, oh, you're too young to do this. Yeah. But how did how did you get involved? So I ended up going to college, got my degree in broadcasting, and right out of college became a wife and a stay-at-home mom. And then about nine years later, I tried to get my foot back in the door in broadcasting. I applied for a position at a TV station to be a reporter. And in the interview, I was told that I was too seasoned to be on TV. And you know what? I was 31 years old. What? <laughs> I know. What does that mean? Too seasoned. Too seasoned. Well, I like oh. to think of it now as like, you know, having the spice of life, right? Sage, being sage. Oh, sure. But it was not meant to be uh, complimentary. You're term. too old is what they said. Yeah. You're a hag. Much. That's what they were trying to say to her. Yeah. What station? Who did that? I, Who did I, it? We, I want I names. I want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will not reveal that. Uh, <laughs> so I ended up switching <laughs> and went into the field of gerontology, which just made sense because it's the study of being too seasoned. And I thought, well, I'll fit right in working for older adults adults. And uh, so I worked my way up the ranks. I got uh, certified in gerontology and started working for uh, an organization called PACE, P-A-C-E, the Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly, and then went to AARP and have been I've been associate state director there now for 10 years. So in January, it'll be 10 years. Wow. You blink and 10 years go by. Right. It's I know. crazy. What gerontology, what, what is that? I mean, I know it's aging, but what would you learn? How does... Just you, creaky you bones, like what? Um, it's not so much geriatrics; is more of the healthcare side of it. Gerontology is more of like the spiritual, the cognitive, um, the you know physiological stuff. And so, it's really about aging well. How to make sure that people have the socialization that they need, making sure that they have the resources that they need, making sure that they have a quality of life. What are some of the resources that? I might need if I'm retiring in over 60 or over 55. And what does Michigan have to offer? Wait a minute, let's back up the bus. How come so many people cringe when they get their first AARP card? <laughs> I've ch- I they, ran from do it. Do they feel like uh, this is a milestone that I didn't want to reach or something? It, or? it really is because it's like they just don't want to face the fact that they're of that age. And yeah. AARP is very different today than what it used to be, right? right? When we think of AARP, sometimes people think of it as like their grandparents' AARP. Yes. And now we focus more on issues that are universal, like fraud and caregiving and uh, just aging well. And so, so, so what age are people eligible to participate? To get that AARP? card. Yeah, so yeah. this is a, a fun, like, <clears throat> trivia question, because you actually only have to be 18. Whoa! Because <laughs> if we... I feel so much better. I know. We start sending out the applications to people just before they turn 50, but if we put an age limit on it, then that would be age discrimination, which oh. is... Is everything we stand against. So you actually only have to be 18. Interesting. You're not very seasoned at 18. Not at I'll all. Tell you that. No. Well, and it's funny because when I worked, started working in the field of gerontology.
astrology. I was 34, and I wanted an AARP membership. And I thought, well, do I have to lie on the application? And I thought, I'm probably the only person in America who's trying to age themselves <laughs> yeah. to become an AARP member. And then I found out that you don't actually have to be 50. But there are deals. You can get deals by being an AARP member. Are those for people over 50? You can get them at any age once you're a member. And, the, and they, it really pays for itself, tr- uh, truly. And then by being a member, then you get invited to events that we have in the local community. We do movies for grownups, and we rent out movie theaters, and we will be having... Uh, what? Uh, I know, movies for grownups. We have the movie Wonka coming up. So we're doing a free screening of the movie Wonka at Celebration Cinema. That's with Timothy Chalamet playing the young Willy Wonka. It's like a prequel yes, to the to Charlie Chocolate. and the Chocolate factory. Correct. Yeah. Looks great. How yeah. much does it cost to be a AARP member? So right now we have a special that it's like $9 for the year. Oh my God. I know. And your spouse gets it free. So it's like a buy one, get one free kind of thing. And it's like $9 for like a five year auto renewal. So it it's so inexpensive. And you wow. get the magazine, which is actually the world's largest circulated magazine. And it's the glossy photo one where we got all the celebrities on it. And then we have the AARP Bulletin, which is more of like the hard-hitting newspaper where you focus on Medicare and Social Security and fraud and more hard-hitting news. That's the third time you've said the word fraud in this conversation. I'm going to tell you this. My parents the other day got a phone call. It was from what they thought was their grandson. He was, it was his voice. He was crying. And he said, I was in a major car accident. I'm in the hospital. I need you to send money. My mom, who's had a brain injury, she had a stroke. She can't say the right words, freaked out woke up my dad called it was a three hour situation before he found out it was BS yeah total scam there are somebody else called my dad hi grandpa and I picked up the other end of the phone hey who's this no who's this somebody from a prison calling my dad asking for money and my dad talked to him my mom goes he talks to him every day I'm like dad you have eight grandkids there's no excuse the is that a big problem right now and if so what yeah, so that one that you referenced with the car accident, that's called the grandparent scam. And uh. older adults are the most victimized segment of the population when it comes to fraud and scams because they're very trusting. They Generous. trust, yes. And if they yeah. hear this panicked person and they think that it's their grandchild, they want to do whatever they can to protect that grandchild. But there's so many different types of frauds and scams. There's the IRS scam where it's the IRS calling because you're, you owe back taxes. Or, uh, you know, it's the Jamaican lottery scam that you've won a lot and you need to send money to get your check in the mail. There's just, and older adults are just the most victimized. I mean, and I, I my parents were free. It make, you know what? It makes me sick. I um, called that prison back. It was from a prison in, in Pennsylvania. And I ta- spoke with a warden who was a woman. And she said, there's no way that we can prevent. She said, they have their cell phones. And they, I, it was not a good conversation. <laughs> I was not proud of what I said. But so are there programs uh, that do you teach? How do you, that AARP offers? Yeah, so we have, our program is called the Fraud Watch Network. And we actually have people that that are trained specialists that go out into the community and do presentations on what to watch for. And then we have a whole uh, website that has all types of different like scenarios and podcasts. So wow. really to educate people. <laughs> 
You're laughing over there. He's like, it's true. These are real things. It's These awful. Real things. Poor yeah. Don and Bill. And well, again, we got when Travis you're talking, here's 23. I know, <laughs> chuckling over there. You might fall for those too. Yeah. And when we were talking, again, this is a universal problem. Anybody can become victimized. Yeah. Um, Jennifer, you also are kind of a local celebrity. You do um, some television. You do a show on Tuesdays, uh, WOTV here in Grand Rapids. Tell us about that. So this is the Real Possibilities show, and it airs on ABC4 in West Michigan every Tuesday from 12 to 1230. And the show is broken down into two segments. So the first half of the show, we have a content expert come on and talk about something related to older adults. And then the second half of the show, I co-host it, and I interview local leaders and people that work in the field of aging to share resources and all kinds of different things to help people live a good quality life after they become an older adult. Do you still get surprised by some of those interviews? And if so, what is something that you're like, oh, I never, this is a, this is something that everybody should know. It's interesting because the last show that we taped, it was on intergenerational relationships. And there's an organization in town where they have an adult day center and a child care center combined into one. And it's just, it's so important to have that intergenerational uh, bridge built so that older adults and kids can be together. So it creates more vibrancy in, in the older adults, but then younger kids I love it. don't feel so intimidated or afraid of older adults That's and right. if they don't have grandparents nearby then this is a way that grandparents can kind of love on them i love that i don't have any grandkids i'd like to rent some right <laughs> i'd like to be in that program well, you can't have mine because i love mine <laughs> oh you know and that's the thing that's the thing that we always talk here at jacobs financial services about being able to do what you need to do in in retirement to spend time with your family and your loved ones and your friends and to be taken care of what is something that is common that we would not know that is common or a common issue with an aging adult that we that you could help us with so caregiving is a big one because the fact that there are so many unpaid caregivers so those family members that are providing care for their loved ones they're not getting paid for it. and a lot of times what happens is a family member might be discharged from the hospital and the caregiver now has to do like medical care for that person yeah. right whether it's wound care injections and they're not getting necessarily the training that they need they're not getting the support that they need so we're really trying to bring about more awareness of the need for education for caregivers and just that they need support and these unpaid caregivers are doing this job day in and day out that is, uh, yeah, taking your folks to their appointments, taking your being the one they call, even though there's five kids. Yeah. You're the and a lot of times five. people don't even necessarily understand what is the definition of a caregiver. And if you're running and picking up prescriptions for somebody, you're a caregiver. If you're taking them to doctor's appointments, setting up doctor's appointments, you're doing the wound care, you're making sure that they get to their appointments. That's all caregiving. And you mentioned too earlier, you worked for PACE. Yes. Explain what that is. So PACE... They called for my mom. My mom is eligible for that program. Yeah, so PACE is an acronym for the Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. In Kent County, Care Resources is the PACE program, so it's countywide, and so there's different programs, but they all run the PACE program. And so it's a Medicare and Medicaid-funded program that is all 
inclusive. And so a person that is eligible for it is based on income and is based on their needs. So if they meet the criteria for skilled nursing levels that they have certain things that they, they need, then they're eligible for it. And there's a day center there. They get transportation at the day center. Uh, they have a care team that manages everything. So there's a primary care physician, physical therapy, occupational wow. therapy, prescription, so pharmacy, everything is provided for them. It is a phenomenal program. Yeah, that's when my mom had her injury, when she had a brain how, injury. How does AARP different than hospice? I mean, hospice is end-of-life care, and this is prior to that, obviously. Yeah, so hospice, like you mentioned, it's palliative and end-of-life care. AARP is pretty much a resource for all things aging. And so we don't provide any direct services the way that hospice does. We are more of like that resource for people. We do a lot of legislative advocacy. Mm -hmm. And so we're fighting for the rights of older adults. We work to help uh, lower the cost of prescription drugs. So we urge Congress like to start bringing down our prescription drugs, especially when it comes to insulin, you know, some of the prescriptions that older adults need. So folks would call you guys and, and use you as a resource, um, looking for direction where do i go for this where do i go for that yep and they could kind of the traffic cop yes yep. so we can right we can share uh resources with them in the local community we also do that um legislative advocacy and then like what i tell people and they say what do you do so advocacy education so talking about like this the mm-hmm. things that are important to people helping them be aware of the the things that are available in the community and then the outreach so that's the fun stuff like the movies for grown-ups yeah the activities yes what are some of the other activities that you have we do a member discount every year, and so in April, we will be doing a member discount with Broadway Grand Rapids. We've done member discounts with the White Caps, so you get discounted tickets to uh, see a baseball game. We do movies for grown-ups, as I mentioned. We also do a member discount with the Grand Rapids Children's Museum, and then we just do a lot of fun stuff. We uh, will have an event starting in 2024 called AARP on Tap. It, we had it before <laughs> the pandemic, but we meet at local breweries, and again, it provides that, that social for older adults to make sure that they stay connected. And then we have a program called Learn a Latte. It's a morning speaker series, you know, <laughs> over coffee. And and we have uh, great speakers lined up for that. So the first one is the FBI in February, and it'll, he'll be talking about romance scams. Uh, give us a little snippet of that, because did I hear your... your you interviewed somebody from the FBI or you had to train with the FBI? What is this? Yeah, so we work closely with the FBI just because of the fact that older adults are scammed so often. And so I was invited to be a part of their FBI Citizens Academy. And so I went through this school, so to speak, and graduated ah. from the FBI Citizens Academy. And uh, yeah, they're a phenomenal resource. They are local. And I, as I was saying, people think of them as this like big entity that's kind of out there and untouchable, but they really do work at the local level. And so part of the Citizens Academy is to bring people like me into the fold to help share the resources that they have. I'm just picturing you climbing a rope, running through the... <laughs> Go, dig, dig, dig. Um, That's amazing. So there are so many resources here in Michigan just through AARP alone. Yeah. We are a very rich uh, community when it comes to resources for older adults. Kent County is phenomenal. Now, what's unfortunate is when you get into more rural counties and areas, the resources dwindle. And so for people that live in Kent County, this is the best place to be if you're getting older and start needing help. I know that your, I I guess I want to say passion is aging well. In fact, you wrote a book about aging well. What 
are some of the key things that you would think to once I've retired, I'm, I'm done with work. I, my sister's volunteering. She's newly retired, but she's looking for other ways to keep healthy, to age well. If you had to say, what are some key important things? Yeah. So the AARP ah, has a program on the six pillars of brain health, and these are really the, the focus areas that you should work on to make sure that you have a strong brain. Because if you have a strong brain, you will live much better. And so the six pillars are to engage your brain. That's like the socialization stuff. And okay. Doing activities to keep your brain strong, the mental aerobics. And then staying socially engaged. Uh, it's interesting because isolation is an epidemic. And people who are socially isolated, uh, research has been done that it proves that it's more fatal than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. I, couch Laying on the couch watching TV is the new smoking a pack a day. Yes, it is. Wow. I am in trouble. Yep. Serious. Yep. And then the other uh, pillars are to manage stress, exercise, get restorative sleep, and eat right. What do we mean restorative sleep? Making sure that you're getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night and making sure that it's quality sleep. So taking your phone out of your room, right? Because so many times we have our phone in our room or we're watching violent TV shows before we Mm -hmm. go to bed. Mm -hmm. Um, If if it's too warm, you won't sleep well. If it's too light, you won't sleep well. So just making sure that you're doing things to sleep good. All right. And so that's where we begin. That's great and aging well. Those are the six pillars. Yes. And so if people want to find out more about aging well and AARP, where can we go? You can go to aarp.org slash MI as in Michigan. And Tom, if you are thinking about retiring and you're already, you should be an AARP member, whether you're retired or not. I think so. For yeah. nine bucks, how can you not? I know. My goodness. I know. So you have to come and see Tom first and retire well, and then take advantage of some of the things that you guys offer. Yeah, it is phenomenal what we do. We're vast and we're impactful and we, we make a lot of influence in the community. Can we add a seventh pillar? I think you get the six pillars, but the seventh should be financial wellness. Absolutely. Make sure that you're, uh, you know, you've done all the things you need to do to prepare to get to the finish line in style and not have to be stressed and worried. Um, am I going to run out of money? And the only way you know if you're not going to run out of money is if you have a plan. And that's what we'd love to do. For sure. Absolutely. And to find out more about that, make sure you subscribe and comment below. Jennifer Firestein, thank you. Will you come back? I will. Would love to. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Subscribe to the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment tax or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.